13 lines down on Vav Aleph. The last run of line is Bavel. Right before there's an Itmar, we'll start there. Itmar, we have a case. Bavel. Uh, in Bavel itself, from let's say one region to another region within Bavel. Rav, who I circled, Amar, Ke'eretz Yisrael Gitin. It's got the same halachas actually as Israel does. Ushmuel, who I circled, Amar Kechutzlaretz. It would be like Chutzlaretz. Okay, now, if you're saying it's like Eretz Shilver Gitin, a Shaliach delivering the get doesn't have to say anything. If you say it's like Chutzlaretz, the Shaliach delivering the get would have to say, B'fanai Nechtav, U'b'fanai Nechtav. Says the Gemara, I put a Roman numeral one in the margin, and four lines later, we'll put a Roman numeral two in the margin. Lamus suggests the Gemara, Baha Kamifligi. Should we say that this is essentially what Rav versus Shmuel are arguing about? Demar Savar, I know in the Mar Savar, this would be Rav Lefisha Ein Bekiyan Lishma. The reason why Ashliya has to say this is because of Bekiyan Lishma, Kama Connector Vahani over here in Bavel Gamiri. They're learned. They know it has to be Lishma. And therefore, there's no reason the Shliya have to say it. Kama, Umar Savar underlined this, Mar Savar and Shmuel would be of the opinion that the issue is Lefisha Ein Edim Mitsuyan. Lekaimai. Oh, no, the issue is because if you need uh, witnesses to uh, validate the signatures on the document, in this case, the get, Vahani Nami, Lo Shrichi. And from one Medina to another Medina in Bavel, it's uh, not common. So, uh, can we not say that? that's what Rav and Shmuel are arguing about? The Gemara says, take a step back. Vitiz Bera. I don't know how many times we're going to do this. I, I think there's probably like five or six or seven different times that the Shakhtar and the Gemara itself does this. It says, Vitiz Bera. Remember, the sugi we had the other day, Vaharaba Isle de Rava. Rava said the issue was Aidi Mitsui and Lakaima. Rabba agrees with that. Like everyone says, there's an issue of Aidi Mitsui and Lakaima that you have to be aware of. It's just that Rabba added the Lishma issue. Ella. So I squiggle on her and the Ella. And this would be a Roman numeral two approach as to what is the underlying issue between Rav versus Shmuel, Ela de Kule Alma Boinan Lakaimai. Everyone agrees you have to have Edimitsu and Lakaimai. Colon. What does it mean when Rav says it's like Eretz Yisroel Legitin and Shmuel Sechut Saritz? Rav Savar, Kevan de Ika Mesivta. Since there are large central locations of Torah learning in Bavel, Mishkach Shrichi. It is quite common that you would uh, have uh, people traveling from one area to another who would recognize the signatures, and therefore, it's like Eretz Yisrael and Gitin. They know it has to be Lishma. And there's also Edim Mitzvah in the Kaimai. Kamu, Shmuel, who underlines Savar. Shmuel says, one second. Mesifta? Yeshivas? Begir Sayu Treaty. They are preoccupied in their Torah learning, they don't necessarily, they're not like businessmen who are out there doing the uh, deals who would recognize lots of other signatures. They're uh, uh, focusing on their learning. Period. Itmar Nami, we have a, uh, the following uh, that was also taught. That the uh, reason uh, behind this is because there's uh, uh, large centers of Torah learning. Amrabi Abba, Amar Rav Huna, I circled Rav Huna. Uh, he says, historically, there was a time in history where we actually, even though we were in Bavel, we made ourselves like Eretz Yisrael when it comes to Gitin. When was that connector? That's once Rav uh, came to uh, Bavel. He set up uh, 
according to Rashi, set up a large center of Torah learning yeshiva in Sura, and Shmuel had one in uh, Nahardo'a. Um, and therefore, kind of like Bavel, because we have a lot of uh, travel in between the, uh, uh, the various places. I put an arrow in the margin pointing down here, by the way. We're going to refer back to this, uh, probably in the bottom few lines of this Amud. Massive Ravirmia, I unwind Ravirmia. Ravirmia brings a question uh, on Rav. The price that he brings goes for about two and a half lines, and it's, uh, excuse me, the Mishnah, it's a quote from our Mishnah that we had on Duff Bays. Rabbi Yehuda Imer, uh, this is the borders of the area that if a get is delivered from somewhere in that area to somewhere else in that area, you don't have to say, the, the, the deliverer doesn't have to say that. The city of Rechem is the first place uh, to the east of Eretz Yisrael that is considered like the east, uh, and therefore Shliach uh, delivering a get from there to Israel would have to say, Ashkelon to the south, the southmost area, southernmost area, and Ashkelon is considered like south, meaning it's the first area outside of Israel, and Mi'ako Litzafa, Ako to the north, and Ako is considered like north. In other words, it's the first uh, place you hit that's considered Chutzlarts when you're uh, going out of Israel from the north. Now, you know, in those days when you would travel from Israel, let's say to Bavel, you would always go north and you would basically follow the Euphrates River. You'd go up, sign them into Syria, and then turn a little bit to the east. Um, the way the Gemara refers to Bavel, since that's the route that you would always take, Vaha Bavel, Litzvaina de Eretz Yisrael Kaima. Now, Bavel itself is to the north of Israel. It's actually northeast, but you would travel north certainly to get there, at least in the beginning. Dixiv, as we see from the Pasuk, it says, Vayamer Hashem Eli. Uh, the prophecy in uh, Jeremiah, uh, he says, From the north will the, uh, will the evil uh, come in. It was talking about the uh, Vitznan. We have a, uh, um, uh, our Mishnah, which, by the way, the, from the north, the evil will come in, is talking about the Babylonians who attacked, uh, they traveled up the um, Euphrates and then down through Syria to attack Eretz Israel. That's what that's referring to. Comma connector, and then our Mishnah had said, Rabbi Meir Aymer, even the most extreme opinion that we were introduced to in our mission was Rabbi Meir, who says, actually, the city of Akko itself is Ke'eretz Yisrael Gitim. No, no, that's like Israel. If you go further north, that would already be Chutzars. But Akko itself is Eretz Yisrael, which seems like that's the northernmost uh, extremity of where you don't have to say, B'fanai Nechtav, B'fanai Rabbi Meir, even Rabbi Meir, like Kamar Ella in Akko, de Mik Revads, close to the rest of Israel. Kama Aval Bavel, Babylonia, De Mir Chakav, from the word Rachaik, it's very far away. Lo! Okay, so that was the um, Masa that was raised by Rav Yirmiya. Well, who Maisif Law? He asked, Rav Yirmiya asked, this is a question of Rav, whom Afarik Law? And he also answered it. Rav Yirmiya himself answered it that when the Mishnah said that everywhere other than Israel, you have to say that, that's with one exception. Lebar with the exception of Bavel. Bavel's not included in that. Okay, so actually, Bavel, the region of Bavel, if you uh, bring a get from one place in Bavel to another place in Bavel, um, apparently it would be like Eretz Yisrael, or from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. Okay, now, what are the borders of Bavel? When you talk about Bavel, you have, like, uh, internationally recognized borders in those days. So, uh, good more time, what was the border? Ad Heichan, he Bavel. How far does Bavel go? What, In other words, what are the borders? Well, Amar of Papa, I know in Rav Papa, Rav Papa says, Kemachlekes le yuchasin, kach machlekes le gitin. In uh, Kiddushin, in 
the Parakasar Yuchas, and there's an extensive sugya about uh, exactly where the borders of Bavel are for the, and that context is for the, the Yichas. So whatever the Shittas hold over there, Kach Machlik is the Gitin. That would be the same uh, Machlokas here. Whatever you consider Bavel for Yichas, you'd also consider it for Gitin. Kama. Rav Yosef, why underline Amar? No, Machlokas the Yuchasin. That's the Machlokas there. You have a few different opinions. Avala Gitin, when it comes to what's considered Bavel, as far as that they're knowledgeable when it comes to writing Gitin, Tivra Koil, everyone would agree. Ad Arba Tinyana Degishra. Uh, that would be until the Rashi says Arba is like Arava, like a willow, or maybe like a, a, a w- area where there are a bunch of uh, willow trees, probably a swampy area. Now, not the first one, but the second one, the Arba, a willow area, Tinyana, the second one, Degishra, by the bridge. Period. Rufchista, who I underlined, Matzrich, he would require a Shaliyah delivering a get to say Befanai Nechtav u Nechtam from Aktisbone to Bay Ardashir. Those were, uh, let's say, two different Medinas in um, Bavel. Okay, so he's delivering a get from Aktisbone, the Shaliyah needs to say Befanai Nechtav u Nechtam. However, Kama, umi Bay Ardashir Laktisbone, the other way around from Bay Ardashir Laktisbone, Connector long he would not require, interestingly enough, actually have to say Hmm. So going in one direction, the Shliach would have to say it, the other direction he wouldn't. Lema Kisavar. Hmm. Should we not say that um Rav Christ is of the opinion that the underlying issue is Lefisha Ain Biki and Lishma? Oh, the issue is that oh some places they don't know how it has to be written exactly Lishma. The Hani and the Bay Ardashir people, Gemiri. Are learned, and that's why I get that comes from Be'ardashir, the Shlech doesn't have to say, Befanai Nechtav, Befanai Nechtam, but coming from the other direction, he does. The Gemara once again says, Hold your horses, take a step back. Betizbera, does that make logical sense? Veha Rabba Islay de Rava. Rabba agrees with Rava, and, and since it's coming, um, Medina la Medina, like Gavro would say, you need to have Edimitsu in the Kaima, you would, you would need to have that. Um, you would need to, uh, both of them would say that the Shleich would have to say, Befanei Nechtav, Befanei Nechtam. Ella, so I squiggle under the Ella. Ella, like we just said to Kuleyama, Boinen Lekaimai. Like both opinions would say that you need to have Edi Mitzun Lekaimai. Here's the difference as to why in one direction a Shleich would have to say it, but in the other direction not. Vahani, the Bay Ardashir people, Kevan de Azli Lashuka de Hasam, since they, the Bay Ardashir people, go to Aktispa, and Aktispa was a central market area, and they do business there. Hanach, the Aktispa people who are constantly doing business with everyone who's coming in, including the Baradish people, Yadi Bechasimois Yada Dahani, they know, they recognize the vast majority of the common signatures of the Bay Ardashir people. And that's why a get that comes from Bay Ardashir Taktis, but Taktis when they recognize the Ardashir signatures. However, Vahani, Bedahanach, the other way around, Loyadi, there's no reason why they would necessarily recognize those signatures. My Taima, why? Bishukaihu, Tiridi. Basically, the Bay Ardashir people are busy it, doing their business in the, in the marketplace, they don't have time to recognize the signatures. Therefore, that's why, in one direction, Rav Chisar required Shaliach to say "Befanai Nechtav u'Befanai Nechtam," whereas from Be'ardashir Taktis by not. Period. 
Rabba Baravua, who I underline, Matzrich, he required a Shliach delivering a get to say, Befane Nechta, Befane Nechta, Mi Arsa, Le Arsa. A Arsa, um, Rashi explains, is like a row of houses uh, on one side of a major thoroughfare, or major Rishusarabim, to the other side. Okay? Rav Sheshis, who I underline, Matzrich, he requires, even if it's from a more local area, Mi Shchuna, Le Shchuna. A Shchuna, um, Rashi says, is uh, three houses together. If it's like from a three-house courtyard to another three-house courtyard, you would require it. Rava? Rava says, if a shliach delivers a get, matzich, shchuna, even within that shchuna? Okay. Uh, so each one is getting um, progressively uh, smaller, the area that would require a shliach to say, if it's being delivered from area A to B. We say one second. Rava says Bosa Shuna Vaha Rava, wasn't it Rava who Damar who had said that the issue is the Fisha'in Adim Mitsuyin Lakaimai? Rava said the whole issue is Adim Mitsuyin Lakaimai. What do you mean Adim Mitsuyin Lakaimai? They live next door! How could you say that you'd have to say Says the Gemara, very interesting, that the city that Rava lived in, the city of Mechuza, was probably a, like a business center, and there was an enormous amount of turnover. People would come, they'd stay for a week, then they'd move away, then they'd uh, come for another week, then other people would come. Shiny, but Mechuza de Naidi. Literally, they, are, uh, they wander around. They, they basically are, are never at home. They're always doing business, and then they do not recognize necessarily the signatures of other people uh, locally. Period. Rav Chanin Mishtai. Rav Chanin related the following, um, I guess the following case. Rav Kahana Aisi Gita said, Rav Chanin, well, the great Rav Kahana once was in charge of delivering a get. Uh, by the way, I don't know, Velo Yadana, if it was me, Sura to Naharda, or it was from Naharda to Sura. I remember those were the two places, but I don't remember like uh, which uh, he was coming from and which he was going to. Also, Lakame de Rav, and he, um, Rav Kahana, wanted to make sure that he did it properly, so he came in the presence of Rav. I put a corresponding error over here. Uh, we did have... Um, once Rav came to Bavel, they made it like uh, Eretz Yisrael. So uh, he went to Rav, Amar Lay, and he basically asked, Rav Kana asks Rav uh, the following question. Do I have to say that line when I deliver it or not? Amar Lay, so says uh, Rav back to Rav Kahana, Lo uh, you do not need to say that line. However, if you do say it, it's very beneficial Potentially. V'i avdis, if you do say it, ahanis, it would be effective in the future if there's some sort of question raised about the get. If you don't say it, however, and the husband comes in his ma'arer, then it could be that the get would be puzzle. My e avdis, ahanis, what does that mean? That if you do it, it's good? Well, we may have given away the answer. If the husband comes around and tries to question the validity of the get, and the one who delivered it didn't say, However, if the husband comes in and the shaliach did say, we will not give any uh, credibility to the husband. Like we see in the following b'risa, that even a person who doesn't have to say, if he does say it, it's beneficial. B'risa starts here, goes down about 12 lines. First word on the line is, and that would be the end of the b'risa. 
Says the Brisa, Maisabat Amechad, it once happened with a particular person, Shehevi Get Lifnei Rabbi Yishmol. He brought a get that uh, was being processed and to be delivered um, in the presence of the great Rabbi Yishmol, I box Rabbi Yishmol. Amar and this uh, fellow said to Rabbi Yishmol, Rabbi, Tzarech Loimar, do I have to say Bifanei Nechtam when I deliver it? Oh, Eini Tzarech, or do I not have to? Kama, Amar so Rabbi Yishmol said to the questioner, Bini, Mehechanata, my son, from where are you? Amar so the fellow responded to Rabbi Yishmol, Rebbe, Mikfar Sisoi Ani, I'm from uh, that place, Kfar Sisoi. Amar Loi, so Rabbi Yishmol said to him, Tzarech ata loimar, underline those three words. You do have to say, Befanai nechtav, Befanai nechtam. Now, why do you have to say it? Well, I underline these three words, Shaloi tizakek le'edim. So that she won't need, so the woman, so the woman who you're delivering the get to, will not require witnesses. That's the reason. Okay. Which basically, like, you don't have to say it, but if you do say it, it's very effective. She doesn't have to worry about anything else. That was the... Question that was asked for Bishmal, the guy who asked the question left. Lachar Shayatza, after that uh, fellow left, Niknas Lefanov Rebeloi. So Rebeloi came to Rabbi Shmuel, I boxed Rebeloi, and he said to Rabbi Yishmal, Amar Loi, Rebbe. You said the guy has to say, but the place that he said he was from, that's within the Tchum Eretz Yisrael, the borders of Eretz Yisrael. Not only is it within the borders of Eretz Yisrael, it's like it's very central, Lukroiva, it's actually closer to Tsipuri, Yosemiyako, even more than Akko is. Vitznana, we know, we said in our Mishnah, if you want to box it off, you can box off the next line. It's the uh, Mishnah that we had, Rabbi Meir Oimer, Akko is Eretz Yisrael Legitin. The Rabbanan. Now the Rabbanan didn't agree with Rabbi Meir in the Mishnah, but even the Rabbanan like Pligiyale Rabbi Meir Elabaako de Merchaka, because that's like the furthest extreme from uh, the central Israel population of Al Kfarsi Soi de Mik Riva from the word Karov. It's close, low. So like everyone would say this is an Eretz Yisrael. So why are you telling him that he had to say it? Amar Loi says Rabbi Shmuel back to Rabbi Loi. Stoik bini stoik. Silence, my son. Silence. Hoyova Yatsa Hadavar Beheter? Yatsa. Since the matter has already gone out, Beheter, in other words, it's a Kula as far as the woman is concerned, Yatsa, it has gone out. Now, the back and forth is a little bit difficult to understand. That's the end of the Brysa. Ha, Ihu, Nami. But one second, we underlined a few of the things Rabbi Shmuel had said. And he made it very clear that the whole reason why the shliach would have to say would be not because the guest not good without it, but rather so the wife won't have to go and hassle and try to find witnesses. So, like, what exactly is Rabbi Loi asking? Like, Rabbi Shmuel was very clear in what he said. Well, that's true. However, Rabbi Loi missed that part. Loi saimuha kamei. They they didn't complete, like, the story. Like, he didn't hear the whole story, basically, and that's why he asked it, but if he would have heard the whole story, as was presented to us before Rebbe came in, he wouldn't have even asked that question. Period. Shalach le Rav Yasser, I underline Rav Yasser, Rav Yasser sends a uh, question to the, uh, maybe the post-Ikador to Rav Chista. The question is as follows. Gitun haboin misham likan, divorce documents that come from Bavel to here in Eretz Yisrael, I'm telling you that this is what we say, that you do not have to say. A shliach delivering it would not have to say, Okay, well, 
all the way from Bavel to Eretz Yisroel. Don't have to say it. Lema Kasavra, should we say that's because Rav Yasser is of the opinion. Lefi She'ein Bekiyin Lishma, because the people in Chutzarch in general, like in Nicaragua or Argentina or Ecuador or Canada or Norway or wherever they're coming from, are not Bekiyin. Vahani, however, in Bavel, Gamiri, they are learned, and therefore it wouldn't be necessary to say Bevanai Nechtav, Ubevanai Nechtav, Shleyat delivering the get. Once again, the Gemara says, focus. It's amazing that we keep doing this. It seems like probably historically things change. We know historically things change, but the Tizbera, one second, let's take a step back. Does that even make sense? Vaha Rabba Isle de Rava. In other words, Rava, who had said it's Adi Mitsu in the Kaimai, Rabba agrees, and they all agree you have Adi Mitsu in the Kaimai. So then, what's going on over here? Ella de Kuleyama for sure. Everyone holds Boyin in the Kaimai. You gotta have local people who are able to be Makaim the signatures. What then do you have? This is from Buffalo at Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, the Kevin Deika Rabim. Since there are many, the Salki, the Nachti, who go up from Buffalo to Eretz Yisrael, the Nachti, and go down from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, Mishkach it is quite common to find people who would recognize signatures from one place to the other. Period. Amr of Yosef. I half boxed Rav Yosef. And on the last narrow line, first word on the line is Abaye. I half boxed Abaye. So says, Rav Yosef. Who's this all coming from? The last five, six lines? This Rabbi Evyatar? Mon Leimalon! Who's going to tell us that Reb Evyasar bar Samchahu is somebody to be Saimechan, is somebody you can rely on? Um, seems to me, from what I heard about him, that uh, he's uh, not too knowledgeable. And now we'll change the uh, the gears here to what's recommended on the uh, inside margin. Everyone knows the story when Rav Yasser sent a message to Rav Yehuda, and the message was "Bnei Adam Ha'ilim Mi Sham Le Khan." The people who move from there to here, Haim Kaimu Baatzman, they have fulfilled in um, themselves and the way they're acting and what they're doing, the uh, pasuk, uh, not a positive thing, that says, They've given their children uh, like maybe for mezaynas, we could say, and the um, the uh, daughters, they've sold for wine and they, they drink. Uh, what are we referring to over here? Um, they would, uh, by the way, the, the main part of the story here, which is, it's sort of sidetracked, but the cost of lay below Sirtut, and I uh, squiggle in the line below Sirtut. So this, uh, Rev Yasar says the people who come, they want to come to learn, they leave their wives back in their other, uh, country that they're from, uh, they essentially are giving over the, uh, opportunity to have a family, uh, to be able to, uh, learn and they leave their wives and they don't have children and that's not a good thing. However, when he quoted this pasuk, he didn't do it with pre-scraping out the lines on the piece of parchment. Two words of a pasuk you can write without pre-scraping out the line beforehand. Uh, but three words ain't kaisin. Uh, and there's a mission that says a little bit differently. Shalish Kaisin, three words you could write, but Arba, four words, Ain Kaisin. And and he wrote like a lot more than three or four words. So he doesn't even know that. Amalei Abaye, so says Abaye. We had half boxed Abaye. Buys this back to Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef was questioning, who's this sort of Yosar? He doesn't even know that. 
So says it by a back to Rav Yosef. He says, Atu kol you're saying that anyone who doesn't know this, that might be an important uh, issue, but that which the Amor of Yitzhak said, Lav Gavra Rabahu is not a great man. Okay, fine. If it was something that had to do with clear Talmudic logic, and you didn't know that, then fine. Ha, however, this, this is simply a random teaching. And it hadn't heard this particular teaching. Not only that, but I'll tell you something else about who this Rav Yasser is, says Abaye to Rav Yosef. Ve'oid, ha Rav Yasser, who, this is the Rav Yasser, to ask him Mari al Yode, that his master, in other words, the Lord himself, agrees with him. Really? Yeah. Let's see the following incident. Dixiv, there's a Pasuk. At the beginning of Perk Yud Tess and Sefer Shoftim, right at the end of Sefer Shoftim, there's a story of Pilegesh Begeva. It's a horrible story. Uh, Rav Victor Miller points out that over about 400 years of Jewish history, it's the only example of a horrible story, which, as horrible as the story is, it might be a shvach of the Jewish people, what they were doing most of the time. Pilegesh uh, Begeva, there's a man, and he has a concubine, and he's traveling, and he stays somewhere else, and uh, it's, it's, it basically his concubine is uh, murdered by horrible people, and it causes a bit of a uh, potential civil war within the Jewish people. In any event, uh, the Pasuk says, regarding... Beginning of the story, Vitizna alav pilagshay. The man he had a pilagish, and his pilagish was tizna. What does tizna mean? It means like uh, strayed from him, did something that was uh, improper. Well, there's a machlokus actually as to what the improper thing was. Rebbe Vyasru, I know, Amar Zvuv Matzalau. He uh, found a uh, fly doing the backstroke in his soup. Rebbe Yochanan, or excuse me, Rebbe Yonasan, who underlined Amar Nima. Matzah law, he found a hair where the hair shouldn't be. Okay, uh, so Big Machlok says to what it means that she strayed away from him. This, this is our same Rebbe Yasser. He actually once bumped into none other than the Eliyahu. And he asked Eliyahu, My kavit HaKadosh Baruch What is Hashem doing right now? Amarle said Eliyahu back, Oh, Yasek, he's uh, learning the sugya Pilegesh Begeva. Oh, that's really fantastic. I'm learning that also. My comma, what does Hashem say about it? Amarle says Eliyahu back to uh, Rabbi Avyasar. You know what Hashem says about it? Avyasar b'ni kachu oimer, yainasam b'ni kachu oimer. My son of Yasar, this is what he says, and yonasam b'ni, this is what he says. That's quite an answer, really. So Eliyahu says that when Hashem is learning the sugya, he says that there's two opinions. Amarle says Rabbi Avyasar back to Eliyahu. Chas v'sholoim, umikas fekakape shmaya? You're telling me that Hashem himself is a suffix, whether it was this or that? Amar fascinating response, says back Eliyahu to Vav Yasar, Oh no, Elu ve'elu divre lokim chayim. Both of the approaches are correct. In other words, it was the combination of those two things that got him upset. Uh, Zvov matzah, he was eating his soup or his food, and he found a fly in it, veloi hikbid. And he was not particular about that. Like, it bothered him, but he wasn't really particular. Um, Nima Matzah, when he found that hair, the Hikbid, he was uh, quite upset. And that's when um, she went away. She went to her daddy's house. That's the story. Okay. Uh, where was the fly found? Where was the hair found? Amar of Yehuda. I don't know, Yehuda. Zvov, Bikara, was in his bowl of food. 
Nima, where was that hair? Be'oisoi Mokoim. It was in her private part place, which was the uh, minag of um, uh, Jewish girls to remove all hairs uh, from that area. So as the outside chance that maybe a hair could wrap itself around uh, the male organ, and that uh, could be horrible, um, that's what happened. Now, the of the fact that there was a uh, fly in the, his uh, food, Miisa, that was disgusting. However, Nima, the hair, that's actually a sakanta. That, that, that could be dangerous. Kama Ikadami, alternatively, Idu Idi Bikara, no, 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 both the fly and the hair were in his uh, bowl of food. Zvuv, the fact that a fly was in there, Onsa, that, that's like an onus, that beyond her control wasn't her fault. She served the food and some fly was flying by and uh, dove in. However, Nima, a hair, oh, she was, so that is negligent. She should have uh, made sure that none of her hair fell in. Amrav Chista. A person should never uh, put an excessive amount of fear on the people living in his house. Uh, he shouldn't terrorize them uh, because apparently what happened is Sharei the Pilegash Begeva, in that case, the husband like went nuts, went crazy, just got really upset, uh, and uh, basically through that caused a civil war in the Jewish people. The Pila caused Kama Rivavais Mi'Israel, numerous tens of thousands of Jews, to eventually die. Now, my uh, Rebbe used to make a uh, diuk that Ema uh, Yaseira. A, a husband shouldn't have. A husband shouldn't be a doormat to be walked all over. The husband, the head of the household, he certainly has to, his, his word has to be the final word, but it should be done lovingly and it should be done kindly and considerately, but uh, not to terrorize the family. Any uh, man who who puts a, uh, a an over-heavy abundance of fear amongst his household. Saif Hubali Day, really not good. It could actually cause, uh, in the end, they'll come to Shalosh Averis. Three sins will happen. Gilu Arayas, Shrikos Damim, and Chilos Shabbos. Illicit relations, uh, people will be killed, and Chilos Shabbos. And those are all not too hard to imagine. You could have uh, Gilu Arayas. Uh, time comes for her to do a Tevila. It's the middle of the winter. Um, she's uh, terrified to say that she didn't go because like, the water was freezing and uh, he's going to have relations with her. That is definitely uh, problematic. Shvichus Domim, like here, or, you know, sometimes she'll like run away because he was like really intensely monster-like and uh, I don't know, she could like, you know, run into the street or run across the freeway or jump off a bridge or something like that. And Chil Shabbos, where at times um, she already lit the Shabbos candles and uh, it's Shabbos, but uh, let's say the food's not hot, so she might uh, uh, cook once it uh, became dark because she's so terrified of what will happen if she tries to serve her husband food. That's not like that, so uh, that's the Chil Shabbos, period. Amar Rabba Marmarchana, I know his name. Had Amar that which the rabbis say, there's three things that the head of the household should say. In his household, uh, Friday, late Friday afternoon, as it's getting, uh, as the sun's about to set, he should say, Isartem, uh, did uh, take the proper mysis from the uh, fruit and vegetables which we're going to eat tomorrow. Eravtem, uh, did we make an Erev, an Erev Chatseros? And uh, this one he says a little bit more uh, than a question, Hadlikwas on air, it's time to light the candles. 
um, those things, all of them should be said, in a pleasant way, so that they will be accepted. The point of saying them is not to say them, the point of saying them is to have results, and to have results, they should be said pleasantly. Um, I'm Ravashi. Ravashi says, oh, that's a great piece of advice. Anna, I, Leishmiali, I had actually never heard before of this Hadar Rababar Bar Khana, um, who gave the recommendation on the bottom two lines of the previous Amud. But, Kiyamte Misfara, I did that anyway, because it's logical that if you want things to be accepted, when you say them, you say them pleasantly. Amar a person should never terrorize the other members of his household. Be a terror. Share Adam There was actually once a great man. He was also a little bit too intense in his household. And they actually fed him something that was Usr. Umanu. And who was this great man? Rabchanina ben Gamliel. Okay, and they fed him, I don't know, they fed him uh, pork or uh, seafood or something like that. Now, ask him one second. There's a great man of Hanina ben Gamdil. Hey, think that they accidentally, they, they gave him like a, a pork to eat or something totally usher? We know that even the animals of Tzaddikim Hashem doesn't bring things upon them uh, inadvertently. Hashta, the behemoth and shel Tzaddikim, the animals of uh, the righteous, will not bring any sort of mishap or mistake via them. Tzaddikim Atzman, and this is Chanina ben Gamliel, is that Tzaddik, like Kol Ella, rather, no, this is what happened. He didn't actually eat anything else, However, Ella, Bikshu, I know in the word Bikshu, they wanted to, the kitchen staff was preparing something, and, and uh, like, I don't know, the pork uh, chops uh, from, the, uh, from, from the janitorial staff accidentally fell in. Bikshu, they wanted Lachiloi Dover Gadol. Umainihu, what was the Dover Gadol? It wasn't shrimp, and it wasn't pork, it was actually an aver minhachai. Why they think that they were going to serve Abraham? They didn't actually serve it, but why? Because of the Ema Yaseira, there was like an animal that they had checked it, and for whatever reason, they lost one of the limbs, and because they were so terrified to serve it without the limb, they cut the similar limb off another animal's, and Abraham that was the case. Adkan.